this is Maracuya at Reformed Eve. So today we're talking about music. Um, some people think that listening to a song with explicit lyrics is not an issue, and they justify that even though they're Christians, they can control their thoughts, and they don't have to listen to the message that the music is referring to. Their thought process is that nothing controls them unless they give it permission to. But we know that's not the case. Um, we can easily think of Adam and Eve, where Eve did not want to eat the apple, but she was subconsciously kind of controlled by the snake and influenced to eat the forbidden fruit, which necessarily was not an apple, but okay. <laughs> so anyways, a lot of times when we listen to music, it subconsciously gets in our minds. And science proves this. A scientific journal known as BJ Psych International mentions the following. A number of studies have shown that music can actively facilitate the recovery of movement in patients with stroke, Parkinson's disease, cerebral palsy, and traumatic brain injury. Findings from individual trials suggest that music therapy is accepted by people with depression and is associated with improvement in mood disorders. Further, the potential applications of music therapy in patients with neuropsychiatric disorders, including autism spectrum disorders, have led to psychotherapeutic uses aimed at directly evoking emotions. The thing people don't realize is that music has power, not the kind of power that comes from massive speakers at an ACDC concert. Music, lyrics, singing actually had a profound impact on individuals in the Bible. You may not know this, but most of the psalms in the Bible are actually songs. In the original Hebrew text, many psalms contain the word mizmor, which is M-I-Z-M-O-R, which means a poem sung alongside a stringed instrument. Let's explore just three of the examples of music in the Bible. Psalm 28.7 says, the Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts and I am helped. My heart exalts and with my song I give thanks to him. <laughs> Sorry I messed up that word. My heart exalts. James 5.13 Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20, Jehoshaphat <laughs> couldn't say that was under attack by armies of foreign lands. He had his people set aside specific time to fast and pray. The goal was to keep God in mind at all times. So in the Bible it says, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah. And ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so ye prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, and that should praise the beauty of holiness, as they went out before the army and said, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord sent, set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir. 
which were come against Judah, and they were smitten, which is another word for killed. So the bad guys are killed when the good guys begin to sing and praise. And God helped them win that battle. So when you sing and listen to music that's uplifting, the Holy Spirit is working in you and through you. But through music, Satan can also work within you and spread negativity through you, through suggestion, influence, and the delicious taste of forbidden sin and temptation. I'm going to give you a personal example of this. When I was a freshman in high school, I thought I was like a goth or something like that. I dressed in all black and I wore metal necklaces, fake necklace tattoos, and shirts that glowed in the dark. All I listened to was Linkin Park, Disturbed, Nirvana, and Slipknot. A song that had a very profound influence on me was called Cut My Life Into Pieces by Papa Roach. I'm going to share this with you, but the following lyrics are very dark, so be warned. But this is an existing song that was extremely popular several years ago. This is how the song goes. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation. No breathing. Don't give an expletive if I cut my arm bleeding. Do you even care if I die bleeding? Would it be wrong? Would it be right? If I took my life tonight, chances are that I might. Mutilation's out of sight, and I'm contemplating suicide because I'm losing my sight, losing my mind. Wish somebody would tell me I'm fine. I never realized I was spread too thin till it was too late and I was empty within, hungry, feeding on chaos and living in sin. Downward spiral, where do I begin? It all started when I lost my mother, no love for myself and no love for another. Searching to find a love up on a higher level, find nothing but questions and devils. Nothing's alright, nothing is fine. I'm running and I'm crying, I can't go on living this way. That's where the song ends. Alright, so catch your breath. <laughs> it was very negative, very depressing. Um, but nevertheless, this song was my anthem. Ever since I was eight years old, I have struggled with depression. For most of my life, it has been undiagnosed. And this is important for you to know because it was a significant or had a significant impact in my life. In fact, it was my life. At that time, as a young teenager, I was abysmally depressed. I should have been diagnosed, treated, but I was not taken seriously. Usually when you're young, wearing all black, and when you're in your early teens, listening to this kind of dark music, like the Papa Roach song, well, the darkness and moodiness is chalked up to your normal teenage angst that you'll magically grow out of. And again, no one takes you seriously. So you kind of suffer this weird, quiet depression by yourself trying to find solace in music. And this song, Cut My Life Into Pieces, gave me comfort because it expressed almost everything that I was feeling. So at that time, I was really too scared to die. And I secretly wanted to live, but I felt nobody understood me except for music. How many times have we broken up with somebody and immediately turned to that Taylor Swift song that said exactly the words that our heart was screaming out? 
How many times do we sing along extra loud to that particular part of the song that resonates with our soul? Sometimes it even gives us goosebumps or makes our head tingle in a weird way we don't really disclose to others because it's a little weird. Regardless, we want the song to reflect our heart. We want the song to reflect us and at some point, music genres, bands, or lyrics end up becoming a part of us and part of our life story. So we have to be extremely careful to the background track that's playing on repeat in our minds and in our lives. Music can either be used to glorify God or to demean Him. There really is no middle ground. In fact, gray areas are extremely dangerous because that's when you toe the line between being a Christian and being a diet Coca-Cola Christian. Diet Coca-Cola Christian, what is that? You look like Coke, but you're not. You have the bubbles, the consistency, the recognizable can, but your colors are a little different. You look like Coke, but you have the fake sugar. You look like Coke, but you have a weird aftertaste. We want to be real Christians. The kind of Christians that just ooze God. The kind of Christian that leaves a really good impression of who He is. Not just through our words, but through our actions. We want to be a real Coca-Cola Christian. One of the ways we can do this is by paying attention to what we listen to and what we fill our minds with. Think about a time when music had a significant impact on your life. Was it a positive impact or a negative one? And also feel free to share this, um, your answers with me on my page. I have a little button if you go on the link in my bio um, that says message. So you can send me your thoughts like about music and how it influenced you. But anyway, music saved me. It saved my body and my soul. And I was actually very depressed as well when I was married at the young-ish age of 21. My husband at the time joined the military. He was getting so emotionally distant on top of being 11 hours away, regardless of my efforts. I was trying so hard to work on the relationship. I was trying so hard to do well in school. I was going full-time, and I was also working full-time. I felt so deeply lost in the deepest pit of depression, to the point where I thought I was not good enough for the world. I thought I was a complete loser and a mistake created by God. These were not only my thoughts, but things that others told me about myself before I had any kind of self-awareness or self-esteem. I had very evil, horrific thoughts that were planted in my mind by the devil, who wished nothing more than to completely exile me from this earth. The song that saved my life, that I listened to on repeat, was The Voice of Truth by Casting Crowns. These are the lyrics. Oh, what I would do to have the kind of strength it takes to stand before a giant with just a sling and a stone, surrounded by the sound of a thousand warriors, shaking in their armor, wishing they'd have the strength to stand. But the giant's calling out my name, and he laughs at me, reminding me of all the times I've tried before and failed. The giant keeps on telling me, time and time again, you'll never win. But the stone was just the right size to put the giant on the ground. And the waves, they don't seem so high from on top of them looking down. I will soar with the wings of eagles when I stop and listen to the sound of Jesus singing over me. But the voice of truth tells me a different story. The voice of truth says, do not be afraid. 
The voice of truth says, this is for my glory. Out of all the voices calling out to me, I will choose to listen and believe the voice of truth. What a stark contrast to the lyrics of the Papa Road song. The song gave me strange shivers up my spine at that time. It inspired tears of hope. And hope floats. Hope is the bright orange inflatable life raft in an ocean amidst the crashing waves. Hope is what the song inspired and hope is what kept me alive. And hopefully after today's devotional, you consider revisiting your playlist. Add some inspiration, hope and worship to your music list while removing some of the expletive laced Satan fueled songs that will only serve to quietly destroy you. Thank you so much for listening, and remember again, you can send in any comments, special requests, any thoughts on today's podcast on my Anchor page, link in the bio. Thank you so much, and I hope you have an amazing day, and God bless you.